Welcome back into the Fumblers Podcast. It is June 10th, 2020, and this is our second episode. Today we got three segments for you guys. We're going to start it off with buy or sell. Then we're going to go to division winners, our takes on who we think will win each division this year. And we're going to then jump into hot takes. I have five hot takes. I think we all have that neighborhood of area of hot takes. Um, I am joined with Garrett and Nick tonight. No Kyle today, but we are going to jump right in to buy or sell. Nick, do you want to go first? I know you have a bunch of them. Um, so my first buy will be um, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley had a rough season last year. He's he. I wouldn't say he's going to be the same Todd Gurley he was a couple years ago during the Super Bowl run, but I think he'll get the volume and carries in that Atlanta backfield. He'll be the lone guy I think you should buy with him this season. I'm going to agree with what Nick said. I'm going to buy into Todd Gurley, and not only just Todd Gurley, but I think personally I'm going to buy into the Atlanta Falcons offense as a whole. I think they've got the weapons, and I think this is the year, especially with Todd Gurley in the backfield. Barring the fact that he can stay healthy, this is the year that they kind of put it together in Atlanta on the offensive side of the ball, but the defensive side of the ball is uh, shaky. But I like Atlanta this year, especially on the offensive end. Garrett, what do you think? I think Todd Gurley is a buy for this season because I can't really identify a running back behind him that's nearly as good as Todd Gurley has shown to be in the past couple of seasons. I think um, even though he's uh, decreased his production from last year, um, I think he'll uh, improve with a new environment um, in Georgia where he played college football. Makes sense. Uh, Nick, you got another one for us? Um, Another buy I'm going to go with, I've been eyeing him since the draft, Michael Pittman from USC. I think with the Colts offense, with Phillip Rivers throwing him, I think he'll have a good year. T.Y. Hilton is always always seem to be sidelined for a couple games in the season. And I think if Phillip Rivers can get that connection like he did with Keenan Allen, then Michael Pittman will be a sneaky rookie to watch this year. What do you think, Garrett? Uh, I'm not sure on this. Like, as of, like, with all rookies besides Joe Burrow, I feel uh, he has to prove himself before I give him a prediction because he's not, like, a top 10 draft pick, and it's really uncertain as to how much he can produce with the Colts. That's fair. I think that I will – I'm going to buy into him, but I'm not going to put if – if it makes sense, I'm not going to put the investment into Todd Gurley that I – or into Michael Pittman that I did Todd Gurley. But, so, but I'm not going to sell Michael Pittman because I like what the Colts are building right there. I like their quarterback situation, and I have – I have some thoughts about the Colts that we'll get to later on in the show, but I like what they have, and I think Michael Pittman could be a breakout star and have probably have some fantasy football value too, as we were posted on Instagram this morning about our fantasy football teams. I think he could have some sneaky fantasy football value, so I like I like Michael Pittman. I will buy into him as well. Nick, who are you selling? Are there any players that you're specifically selling? Well, Jackson, I have another buy real quick. I'll do one more buy. And he's on your Los Angeles Rams, Tyler Higby. That's I think guy. Tyler Higby's sneaky play. He had five double-digit games, fantasy games to finish out the season last year. 
I think that that connection with him and Goff was very good, plus the loss of Brandon Cooks will get him more receptions and more yards as well. I think what, especially something uh... that I've taken a notice to, is that Jared Goff was number one in the league. He threw 629 passes last year, and I feel like that trend's going to continue because their backfield only got worse. So I think Higby will get more targets, and with more targets comes more receptions, of course. And I I like Tyler Higby this year, and I'm I mean not a whole lot of disagreements yet far, but I'm going to buy into Tyler Higby as well. Not only because Nick's buying into him, but because he's on my Los Angeles Rams. I think he's a, a sell for this season. I'm not really sure how much he'll produce, and there's I'd say there's at least five tight ends that or ten that are better at a better stance to begin the season. Um, I'm not sure about Jared Goff as to how good he'll be this year. Uh, he's been he's been average, I'd say, in terms of QB play, but we'll have to see as we head into the season. All right, that's fair. Nick, let's well, give me one that well, you're selling, somebody who you're selling. Um, You know what? I'm going to sell Kenny and Drake. I'm gonna I s- really okay. just... I really just don't see Kenny and Drake doing a whole lot this year. He had a couple good games in fantasy, but I really don't think that he will be too much of a workhorse for them. I feel like the offense is going to be based off of Murray and his newest acquisition, DeAndre Hopkins. So I do not think Kenny and Drake will be good this year. That's why I'm selling him. Another player in that Cardinals backfield who I'm going to buy this year. Maybe you guys haven't even heard of him. His name is Chase Edmonds, and they play him a lot more than they played Kenyon Drake when they had him, or I'm sorry, when they had him last year. And I I have a feeling, like, they like to use Chase Edmonds almost as a slot receiver, almost as a as a running back. So if you're in that 12-team, 18 PPR kind of league, and you're looking for someone to pick up in those late teen rounds, like 13th or 14th round, Chase Edmonds will probably be there for you, and I like that pick because they kind of use him all around the football field. I think he'll... I think Kenyon Drake will obviously produce more points than Chase Edmonds will, but Edmonds has a lot of value, and I think that that's being severely underlooked. So I'm going to sell Kenyon Drake as well. I haven't been a fan of Kenyon Drake, especially in Miami. He didn't have the volume I thought he was going to coming out of college at Alabama. And it's been proven that with the more carries that Kenyon Drake gets, it kind of deteriorates on him a little bit. He hasn't had the volume that anyone kind of thought he would, even fantasy-wise. But uh, I'm going to sell Kenyon Drake as well. And I know Garrett will probably be buying into Kenyon Drake since he picked him in our fantasy draft. But I'll let him talk about it. I'm in the middle about uh, Kenyon Drake. Uh, his yards per carry last season were pretty good compared to other top running backs. Um, I'm in between buy and sell for him, but I think – uh, as much as he could be good with yards per carry, I think he's a sell because there's Kyler Murray on the team. He can rush with the ball. They also have Larry Fitzgerald, um, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk. Uh, I just don't see him being a, a top-tier player this year. Interesting. All right. Can I get to some of my buyer sells? I think you guys are going to yes, like so my buyer sells. <laughs> So I kind of took a different approach to uh, to what Nick did. Like he did some players, but I did some scenarios, which is what I think is interesting. So my first one, DeAndre Hopkins gets eight or more touchdowns in this season with the Arizona Cardinals. And for a reference point, 
Last year, I believe he had nine, and the year before that, he had 13 on the Houston Texans. So Hopkins, eight or more touchdowns. Are you buying into that, or are you selling that? Um, I think I'm selling that. Uh, as much as he is like uh, a phenomenal wide receiver, they, the team also has uh, Larry Fitzgerald, who's been consistent for so many years. Uh, they have Kyler Murray to run the ball for touchdowns. Uh, Christian Kirk, who's been kind of like a uh, a good good rookie for the team. Uh, I just don't see him making eight or more touchdowns because of how many weapons they seem to have on paper heading into the season. What do you think, Nick? I'm going to say sell just because I do not know how the chemistry is going to be between them. You said he had like eight or nine with Watson, and they were pretty experienced with one another. I don't really know how this – Arizona offense is going to look. I'll have to sell for now, but I think if they can get a rhythm going, then they'll be one of the best duos we'll see this season. Interesting. All right. Um, I'll, I'll move along. I personally, I think I'm, I'm on the fence with that because I think like kind of what Garrett said, they have Kyler Murray to run the ball in. Even Kenyon Drake will probably get a high touchdown volume and they have two other great receivers in Christian Kirk and uh, Larry Fitzgerald. So I think Hopkins' red zone value significantly goes down on the Arizona Cardinals. But anyway, my next one, I kind of already know where Garrett's on this, but the Pittsburgh Steelers get to nine wins. Are you buying or selling? Uh, This depends on, are you saying straight out like nine and seven, or are you saying nine or more? Nine or more, nine or more. So they could be nine and seven, ten and six, eleven and five goes on that would that'd be considered a buy okay i think i think i well i'm gonna buy with them um specifically not just because like i'm a fan of the team but i saw what they could do with a third string quarterback who had never played who was almost he was undrafted Uh, they they had devlin hodges for a couple of weeks and mike tomlin was able to coach the team to an eight and eight record other defenses like top three in the league as of right now, uh, they're getting big Ben back, and he has good chemistry with Juju Smith-Schuster, so I think they, they make at least nine wins this season. I'll let Nick weigh in here. I'm going to buy into that as well. I think they win 11 games this season. You think the Steelers uh, win 11 games? Yes, okay. I think their division, I think the Browns are going to underperform. I think the Bengals won't be up to the Ravens and Steelers standards this year. I think they've been coming back as big for Juju as well. They have Vance McDonald at tight end. They have weapons. I think Eric Ebron. Like yes, and like you said, they they were eight and eight with a third string QB. I think Big Ben back will provide a lot for their team and their defense was amazing for me in fantasy last year, so I'll buy into that. I'm looking I'm looking at their schedule as we're talking. I it's don't the second easiest. Is it, I I personally, I mean we can break down schedules all we want. We could go team by team almost on different shows. But personally, I think I see about 8 or, or 9 wins. But um I feel like maybe it's just me, but I kind of feel like the Steelers kind of blow the blow the tires or the wheels fall off coming down the stretch. Maybe I'm inaccurate on that, but I see but as I'm looking at it, I see Colts Browns and Bills in the last three or those are three of their last four games and the Bengals is the other one 
But I could see... You could even see the Bengals getting hot and maybe taking that game at home. But it's they play the Bills at home and the Browns at home. Those are two tough games in the last four. And especially with the way the Steelers played down the stretch... It's it could go either way, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a neutral on this one. I'm not gonna buy into the nine wins, and I'm not gonna sell the nine wins either. So that's where I sit on it. I get that they're. It's honestly the Steelers are a tough team to judge right now because Big Ben's coming back. Last year, I mean, if Big Ben isn't healthy this year, I don't think they win a whole lot. That's fair. All right, I have two more scenarios, then we can get onto our division winners. Um, Joe Mixon. Does he finish in the top five running backs? Are you buying or selling? And as a reference point, he finished number six in total yards last year. And number six in fantasy points. I will add that. Are you buying or selling? I think I'm selling on this one. Um, As you said, he made the sixth ranking. But that was with a team with uh, little to no offensive star power. Uh, They're heading into this season with A.J. Green coming back. Uh, they got a new QB who looks like he has a bright future in Joe Burrow. I just don't see him producing nearly as much as he did last year because of that. I agree. I'm going to have to sell. I just think I actually have A.J. Green finishing as a top four wide receiver this year with um, Joe Burrow as his quarterback. I think they drafted him first for a reason. They're going to throw the ball a lot. They're going to try to work the passing game they're gonna try to get to six wins as well i hope they can do that but i don't think mixon is gonna finish top five or top six i just don't see them running the ball that much but i'm not discrediting mixon mixon's a great back and i think he'll have a good year i just don't think he'll have that good of a year i totally agree with yeah i totally agree with nick here he's not in my top five running backs especially with the offense that they have now and how bad I I foresee the team to be. I think he'll be around year seven, eight, maybe dipping into the like the double digits range. But I think he's a great running back. I don't think he's in my top five though. I think without without Burrow, I think he he has a good chance. A but very with Burrow, good chance. Yes. Game a lot more. Yeah. All right. I have one more for you guys, and this is a spicy one. I think. I mean, if there are any Dolphins fans that are out here listening to the podcast, um, welcome. I have never met one of you. <laughs> but um, Tua Tagovailoa will be the Dolphins starting quarterback by week four. Or after week four. Are you buying that or selling that? Again, a reference point. They played the Patriots in Foxborough, the Bills at home, the Jaguars at Jacksonville, and the Seahawks at home. Those are their first four games of the season. Do you think Tua will be their starting quarterback by their week five matchup against the San Francisco 49ers? Are you buying or selling? Um, I think I'm I'm selling this one. Um, I think with especially with the Jaguars um, in the first four weeks, I think he'll I think he'll eventually start, but that depends on. Uh, how well Ryan Fitzpatrick plays as the as the starter as of right now. Uh, it all depends on the scenario uh, within like the first couple of weeks to see how Ryan Fitzpatrick's doing, and I'll base my prediction off of that. 
To be honest, I see Tua starting week one. I don't think we, we're going to have to wait till week four to see him play. I think he's going to beat out Fitzmagic for the starting QB role. I think they're going to have a great defense. They get a lot of offseason acquisitions. And I think, honestly, they drafted Tua in mind for week one. I honestly think he's going to lead them to the playoffs. And a, a bold prediction of mine is that the Dolphins will win at least one playoff game this year. That's a, that's a very hot take. We'll we'll get to that later. But I do agree with Garrett, especially being with the way Ryan Fitzpatrick plays, like the whole Fitzmagic deal. Um I see a hole a hole in their schedule here where it's Jets by week, Jets again, then the Bengals. And I feel like in those patch of 3 games, they'll probably throw him in maybe against the Jets a second time to kind of make a different game plan up or maybe the Bengals at home. I like him maybe getting his debut in in that area, but I I could very well see him be the week one starter for the Miami Dolphins. As Nick said, it could go either way. It's hard to, everything's kind of hard to predict right now. So it's we'll just have to see how everything uh, pans out. And people, honestly, people overlook Miami's um, passing game, but a guy we don't talk about much is Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker You talk was, about Devontae Parker a lot. You're very high on Devontae Parker. He did some work last year. I was very impressed with them. I think the defense will be able to hold up. I think their schedule is is pretty easy, not the hardest. Devontae Parker did a lot of work versus um, Gilmore from the Patriots last year, so I think he'll be great. All right. So let's... Let's jump. Those were our hot takes. Um, hope you guys enjoyed those. We're going to jump into our division winner predictions. Again, this is this is recorded on June 10th. So if things change by August and we get back to you guys and we have different division winners, that's it's fair. We have that right. We have that. We reserve that right. But we'll start in the AFC. We'll start with the AFC North. I have the Baltimore Ravens winning that division. We can go around here and... I, I'm sure there won't be a disagreement here, but I could be wrong. I also have the Ravens winning their division. I think they'll finish 12 and 4, 13 and 3. I think Lamar is going to have, is going to regress a little bit, but I think he's going to be a similar player to when he was last year. They have Baltimore as the defense and the speed on the outside. They will lock up that division for sure. Nobody will catch him. Perfectly said. I, I think- agree. I disagree with that point. Um, I think it comes down to the last week in the season for me. I think the Steelers and the, the Ravens will head into week 17 with a tied record. And I think whoever comes out on top of that week will win it. But based off of that, I just I prefer the Steelers. Uh, I prefer their defense better. I don't. And with the amount of with the amount of uh, offensive uh, Offensive uh, lineups that are pretty good that they face uh, this year. I think they'll be able to handle that more than the the Ravens will. Um. Yeah. Like I said, I'm gonna go with the Baltimore Ravens here. I think it did come out on I believe Pro Football Focus that they have the the easiest schedule uh, heading into this season. So I'm gonna side with Nick and go with the Baltimore Ravens, but. Plenty of plenty of time. We'll have to see. Moving to the AFC South, um, I have an unpopular division winner pick here. I did not take the Tennessee Titans. I took the Indianapolis Colts. Yep, me as well. Yep. Okay. Good. Me and Nick are on the same in the same boat here. Garrett, who did you take to win this division? 
Well, based off of what I predict for the Colts, I think they'll I think they'll do well this season. But I'm I'm a bit questionable on how much uh, Philip Rivers will be able to succeed in his first year with the team. I mean, he's he has to adapt to the to his new team, and they got a bunch of new rookies coming in, trying to fill the holes of their offense that wasn't the best last year. Uh, they do have some good players. They have Ty, T.Y. Hilton, but he hasn't really proved himself in the past couple of seasons. So I, I have the Tennessee Titans winning this one. And I, I, I don't, I don't hate that pick. I like the Titans. I like what they built there. But the, but I think Nick is going to side with me again on this. I am big on Philip Rivers this year, and I'll tell you why. He actually has an offensive line. That's gonna block for him, and not he's not gonna get teed off on, and it's gonna give him more time because if you look at where Philip Rivers is throwing the ball, it's checkdowns to running backs. But now they have Michael Pittman, and they have Ty Hilton, and they have Jack Doyle over in Indianapolis, where they can kind of stretch the field out, and even they have Jonathan Taylor who can help them out tremendously. So I think that having Philip Rivers is gonna help them, and having the offensive line that the Colts do. And especially having Houston in that division, it's going to be favorable for the Indianapolis Colts. So I have them winning the division. But I like the I like the Titans pick too. I don't think it's a bad pick. But uh, any other comments on the AFC South? I agree with you on that. I I am in love with the Colts this season. I think my boy, straight out of Wisconsin, Jonathan Taylor, will be an absolute beast for them, plus Marlon Mack in the backfield. With Quen Nelson blocking for them in that offensive line, I think he'll um, get a lot of work this season. Like I said earlier, Michael Pittman, I'm buying into him as well. If T.Y. can stay healthy, he's proven he's a reliable guy. It's just he's always had some health issues. And Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle's a very underrated tight end who I like as well, and I just like that team personally. Philip Rivers is known to be a good leader. He hasn't exactly won the most games, but he's a reliable veteran that can help out these young wide receivers. Yep. Any other comments on the AFC South? No. No? All right, we're going to flip to the AFC East, and my pick is the Buffalo Bills. I agree with I that. I agree with that. Yep, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, there's not really a whole lot to say, with, especially with New England being down this year and having Jared Stidham, who seems to be the talk of the talk of bad quarterbacks. But, um, yeah, that division's wide open. I mean, Miami could surprise some people, but... Buffalo is the best team in that division. It's wide open for them. This is their year. Bills fans keep jumping off of RVs and smashing into tables because I think this is your guys' year. I have Bills winning the NFC East. And don't sleep. Honestly, do not sleep on Josh Allen this year. I had him last year in fantasy, and he did a lot for me. He was more of a free agent, wide receiver, wide waiver wire pickup. Sorry about that. But, uh, Honestly, I see Josh Allen getting in the top five for fantasy QBs. I think he's got the mobile athleticism, and I just think he's he's safe with the ball. He didn't throw a lot of interceptions last year, and he he doesn't have the mo- the most like known wide receivers, but he makes it work, and he'll find Beasley when convenient. And we were talking think, big about. Uh, uh, go ahead, Gary. Go ahead. I think uh, having. Added Stephon Diggs as yep. like a like a top fifteen wide receiver. 
uh, I think that helps uh, Josh Allen. So I think that's one, another reason why the Bills will win the AFC East. Yeah, and we were talking big about the Bills, and we, I think maybe it was just Nick and I, but maybe you too, Gary. We had the Bills in our top 10 teams in the entire league, and uh, we had uh, we were big on Devin Singletary. We were big on Josh Allen. I think I'll stand by that still. I think the Bills will have a great year this year. And I have a hot take for the Bills. Get ready for this. The Bills will be going to the AFC Championship game this year. That is my bold prediction. I think very highly of them, and I don't see why they can't get there. Interesting. I I don't hate I don't hate that at all. Um, but moving forward to the AFC West, I, there shouldn't be much dispute with this pick either. My pick is the Kansas City Chiefs. Is anyone's pick different? Nope. I like the Chiefs having a 13-3 and record this year with um, the Super Bowl MVP Mahomes, the reigning champs. I think they will... <laughs> Not re- Damian Williams? Garrett? Um, <laughs> I think the Chiefs, will, the Chiefs will win this division. I saw on Instagram, it was either the ESPN or the NFL's Instagram, it said that uh, the Broncos and the Chiefs have won the division in the past decade. I think that'll continue with the Chiefs winning it in the 2020-2021 season. Yep. I just want to give a quick shout-out to Zoom for giving us a limited time on this call. Thank you, Zoom. Go follow them on Instagram. I was about to say, that's uh, they're coming in clutch with the whole you know, coronavirus thing. We can't – I mean, we can be with each other now from where we live, but uh makes it really easy for us to get on and talk some sports for you guys and pump out podcasts for you. So yeah, Chiefs best team in the best team in the league in my eyes and a lot of people's eyes. I have them winning their division, and I have them, like Nick said, I have them being in that fourteen and two, thirteen and three range. Um, moving on to the NFC, the NFC North. My pick is the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I have the Green Bay Packers as well. I think I they have right. a similar team as last year. I think people are writing them off because the what they did in the draft, but I do not think you should <laughs> write love. I think Rodgers will even have a better season than last year. Devontae Adams, the, the number two wide receiver in the whole league. So I think the Packers will finish 11-5 and five and win the North. I think yep. the Packers will win this division, division not just because of Aaron Rodgers, but because the only other contender in my eyes, which is the Vikings, Lost Stefan Diggs, Everson yep. Griffin, and Dalvin Cook is threatening oh. to hold out. Um, so I think they barely make the playoffs with the Vikings at like the seventh seed. So I think the Packers will definitely make uh, will win the division. Yep, I totally agree. I think I have the Packers around that eleven and five, ten and six range, but that's going to be enough to win the division because I don't see the Bears climbing into that ten and six, nine and seven range, and I don't see the Vikings in that range either. Especially with the whole Dalvin Cook threatening to hold out, no digs, and the walking definition of average that is Kirk Cousins at quarterback. Well, all average. I I don't know. I'm not big on Kirk Cousins. I've never have been. He's a Michigan State. He's a Michigan State guy. I'm a Michigan State fan, but uh, yeah, I really haven't been a fan of him. But uh, moving on, NFC South. This one. There's going to be a lot of NFL writers that tell you that it's going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I'm going to stick with my guns, and I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints. I agree with that. Yep. Um, I agree with the Saints. Oh, we all have the Saints? The reason... Yeah, we all have the Saints. I figured one of us would have Tampa Bay, but I guess not, which is fine with me. 
No, they're too overhyped for me. I totally agree. I totally agree with you. Go ahead, Garrett. Uh, I think the reason why Saints will win is because Tom Brady's played with the Patriots for almost, or if not uh, uh, two decades. Uh, I think it'll take time for him to adapt to a new uh, team, a new organization, a new stadium. Uh, Florida's a lot different than New England and Massachusetts, so I think it'll take him time to adjust and he's got a lot of new guys to prepare for, prepare with in the season. But he's also got Gronk back, so that could help him. But I just don't see that being enough for them to dethrone the Saints this year. And I want to say something. It might be a crazy thing, but I honestly think the signing Tom Brady was not good for them. I think they should have kept Jameis, to be honest. Jameis had what? Jameis was going off with yards and touchdowns. He's just got to limit half. But he also threw 30 interceptions. I know, but if he, like, limits half of those, then he'll be, like, golden, though. He'll still be a 15-interception quarterback, he but I know. He did surgeries, so who knows? Maybe he came he on, um, shoot, I can't remember, but it was either get up or first take this morning, June 10th, and said that he thinks he is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. Not Tom Brady, Jameis Winston. So, hey, you uh, can't can't hate on his confidence. I, you we'll can't hate on his confidence. The next you, five, ten years. Well, if you have confidence as a QB, you might as well retire. Because that's fair. What are you doing? That's fair. And he got uh, he got LASIK eye surgery right now, so he can maybe that's see defenders. But uh, yeah, so NFC South, we all have the, we all have the Saints. That yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Moving to the NFC East, my pick, which which I hate this pick because I hate this team, but it is the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys because. I agree. But my reasoning for that is I like Dallas. I like the off. I don't like Dallas, but I like what they built. I like the offense. Um, and you can never bet on the Eagles because the Eagles are never healthy, and that's it's hard to bet on a team that has a quarterback with injury problems, a running back who's spotty at best in Miles Sanders. And uh, I just don't think that they have the the guns to take down the Cowboys. But if Philly stays healthy, they have a, a very good chance to do that. But it's it feels like it's the same old, same old uh, what do you want to call it? The same old situation for the Eagles. They never stay healthy and the Cowboys take the division. So I think... Yeah, I have Dallas winning this division. Anyone want to come? I also have Dallas winning this division. Um, Because they added Mike McCarthy and they fired Jason Garrett. I think Jason Garrett wasn't the best coach for them in the past couple of seasons. They they could have used a better head coach. I think Mike McCarthy serves that job this season. they look really good on paper, as they always seem to do. I don't think they'll like overperform, but I think they'll they'll think perform they'll right do at their ten and six. Is what I because think. the Eagles, the Eagles keep getting uh, injured almost every season, and it's hard to take them to win the division. So I got the Cowboys. Yep, I agree. I'm very high on I'm very high on Dak Prescott and Ceedee Lamb this year, and I think the head coaching change and they're always going to have weapons. Zeke out of the backfield, I think they'll finish eleven and five or better. Yep. Okay. And moving on to, in my opinion, the best division in football. 
Um, the NFC West, which is our, our very last division of our division winner picks. Um, I have the Los Angeles Rams. No, I'm kidding. I have the, <laughs> I have the Seattle Seahawks winning this division. Yeah, I have, so do I. I have, exactly. reg- I have regression from the 49ers. I, I can... I can see how Jimmy G is going to regress. I can see how their running back core will regress. And I just, I am a fan of their defense, but I see a lot of regression and I see a hungry Seattle team. And I think that they're going to really perform well this year. They're going to finish 12 and 4, 11 and 5, and they will win the NFC West. I agree with that. I think the Seahawks will take the division. I think there's going to be a lot of switch, like in terms of stance in the division. I see yep. the Cardinals really improving from last season. And a hot take I have for them is that they make the playoffs at the seventh seed for the NFC. The Cardinals? Wow, that's a yeah. hot I don't know if that's a hot take. I feel like a lot of NFL writers and, you know, journalists alike are writing the Cardinals in as that six or seven team. But I, I'm with you on that. I think the Cardinals will be a playoff team. Um, I agree. There's not much to say about Seattle. They're good every year. Russell Wilson, my boy, um, he'll continue to shine like he has been ever since he got to the league. And I think him and DK's connection is strong, and I think they will end up winning that division and hopefully winning a playoff game. Yep. Um, You guys want to move to hot takes? Yes. All right. Who wants to go first? Jackson, let's hear some of yours. You want to hear mine? All right. Oh, I have five. And I'm going to start at the top. I have Kyler Murray winning the NFL MVP. And uh, there's some research to back that up. There's he's gonna he's a mobile quarterback and he's got weapons similar to Patrick Mahomes and uh Lamar Jackson. And the past two years it's been second year quarterbacks, and this is the back the best second year quarterback in my opinion. And I think this is the year with the weapons he has and the coach that he has, the offensive-minded Texas Tech guy. I think this is the year that Kyler Murray really takes a breakout step and maybe the Cardinals get into that playoff spot and I think Kyler Murray is going to be a big reason for that. I fully believe that he'll stay healthy. I fully believe in the Cardinals this year, although they're one of my team's rivals. And I think Kyler Murray will win the NFL MVP. I think he's that good. What you know, that's one. That's my first topic. Okay. Um, my all right. Um, one ahead. hot take I have for this season. Uh, so with the expanded uh new format, there's seven teams that'll make the playoffs. Uh, in the NFC and the AFC, and I think a team outside of the top three seeds will make the Super Bowl this year. Uh. I've seen this in, in what other sports like the MLB. There always seems to be a, a team that makes it who's not really expected to because they're that far out. But I think a team outside of the top three seeds will make the Super Bowl. In what conference or just in general? In general. That makes sense. All right, Nick, your turn. Um, you know what? I'm going to... People are high on Gronk this year. I am not high. I think he finishes outside the top 10 among tight ends and fantasy points. And just in general, I think everyone's expecting Tom Brady and Gronk to have that connection they had um, when Gronk was still in the league. I disagree. I do not think Gronk will even finish in the top 10. I think he'll be a good scapegoat for Brady, but I don't think he will finish in the top 10. I agree. I think, you know, we were talking about this earlier 
um, in the uh, in the buy or sell section of the show. Nick, do you have Tyler Higby finishing above Rob Gronkowski this year? I have Tyler Higby finishing second. In tight ends? I, I like to hear that I, as a Rams fan, but yeah. I'm very high. Nice. I would strongly disagree with that point. But well, that's why it's a hot take. what it here. is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is it, ba- well, is it back to my it, turn? It's really Travis Kelsey's probably going to finish number one. I don't know. I don't know how healthy Ertz, I drafted Ertz. I don't know how healthy he's going to be at all. George Kittle, George Kittle's injury prone too. So, and Higby, I don't know. The loss of Brandon Cooks is, I think, going to really help him take his career off. I, I like I like it. I, I've been a fan of Tyler Higby ever since he touched down in L.A., and hopefully this is his year, but uh, we'll see. I completely wrong as well, and... That that's just one of my hot takes. Whatever. I have. It's a it's a hot take in June. I mean, we can have hot takes in August heading into week one. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my second hot take is Philip Rivers will have a breakout year. I think he'll finish in the top five quarterbacks. I think with the offensive line that's been given to him and the weapons that's been given to him, I think Philip Rivers is going to be a top five quarterback this year. I don't. I honestly don't disagree with that. That seems Philip Rivers is a guy. It seems realistic to me. He's been known. Uh, uh, like I said earlier, earlier, not necessarily win games, but he's a reliable guy, and especially if you give him targets. Like he had Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Um, he had Hunter Henry for a little bit. Yep. He's the guy I trust more than Jacoby Brissett, to definitely, say the least. Definitely. I think, I think this is a good hot take, but I wouldn't necessarily agree with it. I wouldn't take any quarterback unless they're – Going into a team with a already uh, like stellar offense to be a top five quarterback, um, I see that like in this year he'll develop with the team, but I don't see him uh, cracking the top five this year in terms of quarterback. But all right, Garrett, uh, I think it's your turn for yeah, it's Garrett's turn. So Garrett, what do you got for us? So coming off that uh, QB discussion, I have Tom Brady leading the league in touchdown passes. Uh, you can say whatever you want about this, but I see that he has like a ton of weapons he can expose, like he can use to expose defenses. He's got Chris Godwin, he's got Mike Evans, he's got mm-hmm. Gronk, he's got. They just drafted um, offensive line in the draft. I think he'll have uh, tons of time in the pocket, and he'll be able to utilize his great options that he has to uh, put sevens on the board. I un- I understand that hot take. I'm going to have to disagree on that personally. Me too. Personally, I don't think Gronk is much of a target. Or I don't think Mike Evans is honestly going to have the best year. I think just he's more of a deep a guy that um will make deep routes. And I don't think Brady's arm strength is what it used to be at. So I'm going to disagree with that just because I don't think people – I think people are visioning this team as like full of weapons, full of targets. But – I don't see it they're, that way. On paper, on paper, they're good, but that's just my opinion. But so were the Cleveland Browns last year. Everyone was yeah, writing exactly. them in as a six seed, five seed of the playoffs, and they didn't. Uh, exactly. They did not get there. I think it's almost the same situation I was, there. I was not on that train. Certainly wasn't last year. But when I see a team with Tom Brady on it, regardless of how much he's, as you guys have been saying, might have decreased his is what he used to be and what he used to be. I think he'll still uh, lead the league in touchdown passes because of the new team and because of his weapons. But, yeah. Okay. 
I've been waiting to talk about this man, Austin Eckler. I am very high on Austin Eckler this year. He He's had a on my fantasy team, so that's last perfect. year. He won me six dollars in FanDuel last year because of his six whole dollars. Hey, I think he will finish as the third best running back in fantasy and just in general. I think they're gonna they're gonna work him a lot. Um, Tyrod Taylor, Justin Herbert. I don't know how well Tyrod's going to do, honestly, as a QB. And if they switch to Herbert, I think they're still going to want to work, work the running game, too. But they don't have Melvin Gordon anymore, so I see Eckler going straight to the top. I like it. I really like it because Tyler Taylor – I'm sorry, Tyler. Tyrod Taylor is more of a dump off and get it to the running backs and let them work kind of person, and that works perfect for Austin Eckler. He was a great receiver last year, an absolute monster in uh, your PPR leagues. Uh, he finished fourth overall, I believe, or fourth in the running back. He finished very high. I feel like the same volume's coming back, and that is why I picked him in this series fantasy draft. But um, uh, go ahead, Garrett. I I think I'm in the middle on this one. Uh, definitely, their quarterback situation isn't the best. Uh, it's a bit confusing as of right now because we don't really know who's going to start. Uh, Tyrod Taylor has never been a great quarterback. And they got the new uh, quarterback in Justin Herbert. So we'll have to see mm-hmm. how that plays out. But I think his the volume he'll get is definitely greater than last year. And he was able to produce a lot last year. Um, but I don't see him cracking the top five. I think he's like a, a top six player, but I just don't see him in the top five range. Okay. All right. This is my my turn. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, I have three more, and I'm just going to try to wrap them all into one because we are running on 42 minutes. So just try to wrap these up a little bit. But my prediction or one of my hot takes is Calvin Ridley, one of my favorite players in the NFL right now, Atlanta Falcons wide receiver, will finish in the top five this year. I think Calvin Ridley has a breakout year. He he had he showed flashes of having breakout year, having uh, breakout games, I'm sorry. Last year, even fantasy-wise, but just catching the football, getting a lot of receptions, and I think that those numbers increase. I think that the Falcons have a new and improved offense, and I think Calvin Ridley, not the cornerstone of it, but he perform he outperforms a lot of expectations. I think he finishes, if not in the top five, near it. And build, building on that, I think Atlanta, I saw... We we did our power rankings podcast yesterday. They were around that twenty four range. I think Atlanta outperforms a lot of expectations. I think they finish around your fifteen sixteen area, maybe even higher than that. And maybe they squeak into the playoffs. I didn't put makes the playoffs. I put maybe gets in. But as a seven seed with the whole new playoff format, I think it's there's a chance for the Falcons to move in there and. Uh, I like that, and then my last one is, speaking of seven seeds, I think the Denver Broncos make it in the AFC. I think they are the seven seed for the AFC. I like Denver this year. I like their receivers. I like their quarterback. I like Melvin Gordon. And, hell, I like Phillip Lindsay, too. And I like, obviously, you know, they got Von Miller back on the defensive end of the football. I think that they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in that division that's not the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they'll play the Chiefs tight. They'll probably split them. Maybe they'll win it in mile high, but maybe not. I don't know. But it's a tough field. It's a tough uh, environment to win in, and I like Denver making the playoffs at like a nine and seven, maybe squeaking in with an eight and eight record. 
And those are my those are okay. my hot takes. Uh, so some of my last hot takes. Uh, I've been thinking about this one for a while, but uh, it's the Redskins make it to a 500 record, which can seem a bit surprising, but they do have a solid defensive line. They took Chase Young in the draft. They have Terry McLaurin, who really performed well last year. Uh, they have the possibility of a QB development, potentially identifying a starter. Maybe Adrian Peterson can help the cause, plus they've added Ron Rivera. I think the Redskins will develop the season at a rate that no one is expecting them to, and I think they'll make it to a 500 record because of that. Uh, with Philip Rivers uh, making or going on to the Colts this year, I think that T.Y. Hillen reemerges and becomes the top 10 wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I don't really see him making the top five because of how because uh, of how competitive that is right now, but I think he becomes a top 10 wide receiver and reemerges this year. I like those. I like those two. And then, um, my last hot take I'm gonna make is I think Keenan Allen will continue his dominance. A lot of people are writing him off because of the QB change, but I respect Keenan Allen. I think he's very slept on at the wide receiver position, and I think he'll continue his dominance with Rivers or with Tyrod or Herbert. Hopefully, Herbert and Allen get that connection, or Tyrod because Keenan Allen. Will save you um, from a lot of pressure. So, I like I like I like that. I think Keenan Allen's a very good receiver. He's going to take a lot of pressure off of Herbert and Taylor. And I like the I like the core that I was going to say San Diego, but they are the Los Angeles Chargers. I like the core that they have, and you know maybe they'll make a run, but I don't see the defense doing them any favors. So, but. I like um I like those hot takes guys. I think that we did a did a pretty good job with those. So by the um, way, we are 158 Instagram followers. Make sure to follow our page, yep, Fumblers follow Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Fumblers Podcast. It's all lowercase, I believe, right? Yes. Yep. Correct. Alright, yeah. Thank you guys so much for the support. Following us on Instagram and I've got I've actually had a lot of positive reviews on the show. So I thank you thank you guys a lot for that. Um we're gonna continue guys to uh, pump out podcasts for you guys as we kind of in the dry month of June, even though like there are no sports, obviously, but we're going to try to get out, get predi- predictions out for you. We'll, we could do team by team. If you want, we could do division by, by division, just, you know, DM us on Instagram, comment on our Instagram and uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening and take care.